Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you want to be right, come on, put your hand together. Let's have some church in here. Come on, put your hand together. I just want to be right. 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 Sing my song, I just want to be right When you see me walking alone, I just want to be right Tell the devil, say, I, oh yeah I just want to be right, say, right, right. Oh, yeah. I just want to be right Listen there, when you see me
I just want to be right. Come on. I just want to be right. No matter what's going on in life, I want to be right. And certainly we want to be right with God. That was Keith Wonderboy Johnson, the late and great Keith Wonderboy Johnson. We thank God for our opening selection today. Good afternoon and welcome to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sharing with you the gospel, which is the good news and glad tidings of Jesus Christ. Certainly, we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear played on today. But we pray that it is a blessing to you, to you, and to you. We want you to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel, or you can call in 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800 at the appointed time. Certainly, we are glad to be here again to share with you. We're glad to be in the land of the living, for I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And now that we're here, we came to let the world know that, yes, we are here and certainly that we are here. It's all because of Jesus that we are here. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And God has redeemed us today from the hand of the enemy. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be today when men rose against us, certainly when the odds were against us, Where would we be if God had not intervened on our behalf? And so we are here to continue to spread the message with our listeners. We want you to connect with Global Gospel. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We're on Instagram as Global Gospel. Please connect with us there. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there's a direct link. To each and every episode, all you have to do is click on the embedded image. And certainly we are just that easy to access. In addition to Blog Talk Radio, we are also syndicated on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and Google Play. Certainly we look forward to you connecting with us. If you want to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331, that is in Hempstead, New York where the zip code is 11550. You can email us, globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Those are the ways that you can contact Global Gospel. Certainly on this Saturday afternoon, October the 8th, we want to shout out just a few of our sponsors. We want to shout out Abyssinia. We want to shout out Third Lounge. We want to shout out Melanated Beards. We want to shout out Grandma Edda's Quilting. We want to shout out the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. And certainly we want to shout out Happy Healthy Functioning. And certainly those are the persons, all of those people consist of uh, Brian Wilson, Ryan Wilson, uh, certainly Marlon Townsend, Margie Townsend, Lois Glenn Carter. We thank God for you, you, and for you. For all of our sponsors, listen, if you have a business, please let us know that you have a business and certainly that we will certainly make any necessary adjustments to share with our listeners. Also, shout out today to Amaris Organics. Amaris Organics, uh, certainly we want to include you in the list of shout outs on today. Again, again, we thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing with us. Let's shout out some families on today. Let's shout out the uh, Wilson family. Let's shout out the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Locke family, the Bradell family, the Davis family, the Bradley family, the Cox family, the Wiggins family, the uh, Kirst family, the Singleton family, the Latham family, the Hernandez family, the Scott family, the Robinson family, the Furman family, the Hartley family, the Walker family, the McCoy family, the Watson family, the Allen family, the Cox family, the Fells family, the Washington family, Sultan family, Burden family. Certainly to all of our listening audience, we shout out 
uh, you, you, and you. If you leave me a comment, I will uh, shout out to you as well. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, Illinois, Michigan, California, Canada, Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Colombia, Brazil, Portugal, Spain, France, the United Kingdom, Ireland, Sweden, Germany, the Netherlands, Poland, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Turkey, Turkey, Sierra Leone, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, Cameroon, Republic of the Congo, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Uganda, Kenya, Mozambique, South Africa, South Korea, and Japan. We thank God for you, you and you. Continue to listen to Global Gospel. For those of you who have joined in with us for the first time, you can find our theme scripture in the book of 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And if you joined us before, you know what it says. And even if our gospel, this translation is the NIV translation. I'm going to read a little different for you. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. If the gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost is how you usually hear me say it. And certainly we want you to be encouraged on today. We want you to be uplifted. We want you to be inspired, knowing that Christ came, that he died for the sins of the world, that Jesus Christ came and he paid the price that we might have a right to the tree of life. Because Christ came, we are recipients of salvation. We're recipients of healing. We are recipients of deliverance, of sanctification, of regeneration, of redemption. All those things belong to us because Christ died. But without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin. And so we thank God. Uh, that we are not only free from sin, but we are free from the penalty of sin, all because of Jesus. And so we encourage you to get to know Jesus, to get to uh, study his word, to eat his word, to live by his word, to apply his word to your life, and to share his word with others, because his words are spirit and they are life. God's word will not return Unto him void And so we uh, keep ourselves ever before the Lord uh, Knowing that we have to die daily That flesh has to be crucified That certainly we cannot live this life on our own But certainly we need Christ And not only do we need Christ But we need the Holy Spirit His Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us and certainly that way uh, we can make it through the day-to-day -day challenges of life because life is very challenging. And so as every day goes by, it brings new challenges. And certainly that is why God gives us new mercy every day because we need it more and more. We are going to take a break of selection and after that, we will be back uh, to share with you, our listening audience, again on this Saturday afternoon. So we say uh, just sit there, gather your family, friends, neighbors, and stay tuned and be blessed.
If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And then I am going to share with you Jeremiah chapter 18, beginning at the first verse. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there will I, there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house and saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand. O house of Israel, if at any time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, and if that nation I warn repents of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict on it the disaster I had planned. And if at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, And if it does evil in my sight and does not obey me, then I will consider the good I had intended do for it. The broken vessel. Stay tuned and be blessed. And that is the day that the Lord saved me. I'm reminded of the story that I once heard about the potter who saw a vessel that had been broken from the wind and the rain. And being a dedicated potter, he sought back together again. That's the way my life was one day. It was broken into many pieces. But one Tuesday morning, Jesus picked up the pieces and put them all back together again and made me a new creature. And that's the way the Lord brought me to the light. And I'd like to pass the story on to you tonight. As my rhyme runs back to that day. The story goes like this. The potter. Saw a vessel. Mm-hmm. That had been broken. From the wind and the rain, but he thought with so much compassion.
enough with your current situation to get off Facebook, to stop consuming and wasting your time, to focus on learning and creating rather than being entertained and distracted. There are probably dozens are occurring there are probably dozens are recurring activities you do on a daily basis that aren't serving you. You need to stop those activities from your life. Leave them in your past and fill your future with the activities that will take you to where you want to go. When you have five extra minutes, what do you do? Do you entertain and distract yourself? Or do you pay the price? When your alarm goes off in the morning, do you hit the snooze button? Or do you pay the price? When you know you should be creating, do you distract yourself? Or do you pay the price? When you're with your loved ones, do you look at your smartphone? Or do you pay the price? Are you serious or still pretending? Do you really want it or are you still unsure? Are you moving one step in 20 directions or 20 steps in one direction? How many hours did you waste today? How many hours were you paying the price? What do you really want? Are you willing to pay the price? Nothing in life is free, especially your time. Everything has a cost, and when it comes to your time, the cost is heavy. You can never get any one second back. You can live your life on purpose. You can spend your time on things you value. You can be who you intend to become. You can continue to progress and evolve even after you become successful and fulfilled, but the price must be paid. You can't fake it. It's available if you want it, but you must choose it. Words from Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And certainly as I read Dr. Benjamin Hardy, I reflected on Luke chapter 14 as it talks about, some Bibles say, the cost of discipleship or the cost of being a disciple. And certainly Jesus starts out by saying, anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple which lets us know simply that uh, there is a price to be paid. We all have a cross to bear. The, the hymn writer said, the consecrated cross I shall bear until death shall take me home. So the cross that we carry has to be uh, something that we carried our, our whole life. There's some burdens that will have to be with us our whole life. Yes, Jesus saves, he heals, he delivers, he sets free, but the Bible lets us know that all that live godly will suffer persecution. And certainly, as the old folks used to say, this is a suffering way. And yes, God is good to us. He says that we should prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper, but you can't get through life without some type of pain. Uh, uh, I believe it was Frederick Douglass that said, um, there, there's uh, no uh, struggle, there is no progress. And people that want progress without struggle, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, are the same people that want roses without thorns. And certainly we know that every rose has a thorn. Now, there may be some genetically modified roses. I don't know. I'm not a botanist. But I'm sure by now they have, some scientists have figured out how to take the thorns off of roses, but a thornless rose is not necessarily natural. And certainly we have to understand that God intends for us to go through a process. And certainly uh, as this particular passage of scripture goes on to talk about uh, somebody uh, who has to build something and and it, you have to, when you're building, you have to have a budget. You have to know how money, much money you have and you don't have. When you're building, you have to know what you're building. You have to have a blueprint. And the Bible tells us to write the vision and make it plain. And certainly that they may run. And certainly you can't run out on without a vision, without a plan. So you have to budget yourself. You have to have a blueprint before you can build anything. And certainly when you build, you must build on a firm foundation. Uh, we, we know that a foolish man builds his uh, 
house on sand. And so when Jesus got into a conversation with Peter, and some suggest that St. Peter is the uh, the foundation of the church, and the church is built on Peter, but certainly uh, the church is not built on Peter. Jesus made a reference to Peter. He said, you are Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I built my church. He could have said the same thing if I was standing there. Lamar, thou art Lamar, and upon this I build my church. Thou art Susie, thou art Jane, thou art Tom, that thou art Henry, thou art Mary, but whoever your name is, upon the rock, upon certain premises, upon the blood of Jesus, is the church built, and not the physical building. But we're talking about the organism. We're talking about Christ being the head of the church. Uh, we, we're talking about the bride and the bridegroom. And certainly we're talking about something that we cannot necessarily see. But there is a price to be paid for building a building. And then it goes on to talk about a king that is in war. And yes, we are in war. And we turn on the news, we're in war. We turn on the uh, news again, we're in war. We pick up the paper, we're in war. We look at the internet, we're in war. And certainly we know we, we turn to our family, our friends, and our neighbors. We are in war. But while you're warring, know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, against the rulers of the darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are in spiritual warfare. And sometimes uh, it is harder to fight an invisible force than it is a visible force. But if you find yourself in, in invisible warfare with spirits and with uh, principalities, the best thing you can do is have a connection with God. You have a spiritual and divine connection. And certainly we know that he will... Fight our battles. The whole song said, if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battles, I know that victory shall be mine. And certainly we want victory today. We have victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He brought me and he sought me with his redeeming love. He loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the crimson flood. And certainly we thank God for the blood of Jesus. We thank God that the blood covers. We thank God that the blood heals. It delivers. It saves. It sets free. The blood washes white as snow. We know that there is no blood like the blood of Jesus. Somebody said as pertaining to their family and uh, people that are non-family or kinsmen and non-kinsmen, that blood is thicker than water. But not so. Somebody came by and said, there is no blood thicker than the blood of Jesus. And certainly your friends and your family will betray you. They will forsake you. They will lie on you. They will talk about you. They will cheat. They will steal. They will rob. They will kill. But certainly we thank God for the blood of Jesus. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. And then as we look over in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. He said, oh, that my eyes were water. And certainly uh, somebody uh, said that uh, Jeremiah was, uh, it, it mentioned that he might have been a, a crybaby, but uh, Jeremiah uh, was weeping for the people. And certainly we know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And if you read and study about Jeremiah, not only uh, was Jeremiah had to proclaim God's word in the midst of a adulterous generation against uh, a rebellious generation, against a, a nation that didn't want to obey God, that had seen God's glory. They had been recipients of his benefits. They had been delivered by the hand of God. They had seen God move and they had seen them God uh bring them out of captivity, put them back in, bring them out, put them back in, whatever. They had been under uh, rule of uh, evil men and, and other things of that nature. And certainly they knew what God was capable of doing, but they chose God's judgment and God's wrath 
over living a peaceful life. And there are many today, as we talk about uh, the price you pay, many today that would rather um, pay the price of sin. The Bible says that the wages of sin, death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That means you can have it your way, you can do it your way, but there comes a day that you will have to pay up. And certainly uh, you will not leave this life without paying. The Bible says it is appointed to man once to die and after this, the judgment. Certainly, yes, you can get judged you will be judged once you leave here. But while you're here, certainly uh, there is a price uh, to be paid. Adam and Eve paid a price, and we've been paying a price ever since because we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And certainly we know that uh, they were told that the day that you eat, uh, you will die. And, and it, the, the, the word was t- twisted. You will not surely die. But certainly whether you die naturally or spiritual, certainly there is a death that takes place during life. You will be the walking dead. And certainly if you reject the plan of God. And so as we talk about having a blueprint and a budget and a plan, but here uh, we are introduced to Jeremiah. And uh, this is very interesting. Uh, we've many, we've heard it over the years talking about Jeremiah uh, going to the potter's house. And certainly God gave this prophet a vivid uh, picture of, of the people and Israel, of good and bad. And certainly if you read the scripture, you can uh, really, uh, if you get into it, you can actually see in, and visualize a potter making clay. Uh, but as we talk about that, there was a a story, the author is unknown. It says, there was this museum laid with beautiful marble tiles with a huge marble statue displayed in the middle of the lobby. Many people came from all over the world just to admire this beautiful marble statue. One night, the marble tiles started talking to the marble statue. The marble tile said, marble statue, it's just not fair. It's just not fair. Why does everybody from all over the world come all the way here just to step on me while admiring you? It's just not fair. The marble statue says, my dear friend, marble tile, do you still remember that we were actually from the same cave and the marble tile says yeah that's why i feel it is even more unfair we were both from the same cave and yet we received different treatment now not fair he cried again so the marble statue says then do you still remember the day when the designer tried to work on you but you resisted the tools and the marble tile says yes of course i remember i hate that guy how could he use those tools on me? It hurt so badly. And the marble statue said, that's right. He couldn't work on you at all as you resisted being worked on. And so the mar- marble tile says, so? And the marble statue says, when he decided to give up on you and start working on me instead, I knew at once that I would be something different after his efforts. I did not resist his tools. Instead, I bore all the painful tools he used on me. And the marble tile says, hmm. And the marble statue says, my friend, there is a price to everything in life. Since you decided to give up halfway, you can't blame anybody who steps on you now. And so we see this vivid picture of a marble statue and marble tile floor. And the marble statue is in a place of, let's just say, glory and honor and praise. And the marble marble tile is just being walked on 
daily. Not that they, they weren't created in time and history and, and tested through the elements. Not that they weren't both beautiful in their own unique way. But the statue paid a price that the Tao was not willing to pay. And so there are people like that in life. There are tiles that become jealous. They come, become envious. They come deceitful and they become angry because of where they see the statues, the people that are being honored, that are being praised, that are being uh, catered attention to, that are being polished, that are being protected. And so what is God saying here? The statue was in the hands of the sculptor. And so in life, we can't be a fearful of God's hand on our life. That yes, God will sometimes hold our hands through grief, through pain, through sorrow, through hurt, through shame, but God is making us. God is using us for his glory, for his honor, and for his praise. So don't be afraid of the hand of the potter because God is making you to be not who people want you to be. He's making you to be who he wants you to be. Don't be fearful when you're being formed in life, when you're being molded in life, when you're uh, in some, uh, some um, uncomfortable Situation where it seems like you're being pushed and mashed and pressed. Continue to endure hardness as a good soldier because you're just pay paying the price for your place of glory, honor, and most of all, respect. Be careful of your associations in life. You see, God will have you to be associated with people. The marble tiles was associated with the marble floor, but they were differently. And you have to know in life that we are not all cut from the same cloth. You may have the same mother, you may have the same father, but you're not cut from the same cloth. You may be of the same family, the same bloodline, but you're not cut from the same cloth. And so in life, you have to endure your cuts. But we thank God for the representation that Jeremiah was given about the powder's house. And so that's what God wants to do with us. He wants to melt us and mold us. The hymn writer said, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Melt me and mold me, Father, today. Have thine own way, Lord. I'm Yielded and still, I got most of it right, but you know the song. So we thank God uh, that we are in a place today. Many of us, the Bible says, um, in a great house, they are vessels of honor and some of dishonor. And so it does not mean that you weren't, uh, have the same material, but you were sculpted differently. You were molded differently. And so you have to know your associations in life. We must pay a price. And every day is not uh, easy, but you're just uh, paying the price. Every day may not be sunshine. It's got to be some rain in your life. But you've got to pay the price to be who God wants you to be. Know that he called you with a holy calling. God bless you and stay tuned. Yeah,
situation has turned upside down and all that you've accomplished is now on the ground you don't have to stay in the shape that you
house well we thank you listening audience for listening today the price you pay uh, we pray that something was said on today that will help you through the week we want you to know that if you missed any part of this episode that we are uh, syndicated on again apple itunes spotify and google play you can listen in any time of day or night visit our social media page facebook instagram twitter and Tumblr. We are here every Saturday live from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blocktalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We uh, pray that you uh, have a uh, blessed week, that you continue to stay safe, uh, continue to trust in the Lord, and lean not toward thy own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. And so uh, we are going to conclude the hour at this time. Uh, That 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. hour goes by very quickly. And so um, with that being said, we are going to close in prayer. And certainly uh, we pray that you uh, meet us back here again at the appointed time next week. Okay, let us pray. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you today for your love and kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you for all of our listeners around the world. We pray that your healing virtue go out. We thank you, God, knowing that by your stripes we are healed, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you deliver us out of them all. And so for every sick and afflicted person, those that are in the hospital, those that are in nursing homes, those that are in rehab, we pray today, God, that you encourage their hearts, their minds, their soul, their spirit, that you lift heavy burdens, that you destroy the yoke of bondage, that you bind the enemy on every hand, that we let everyone that's in prison know that he that the sun set free is free indeed, that you let those that are in the struggle know that, God, that you hear their cry, that you hear their call. Let them know that weeping may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning, that you'll give them beauty for their ashes, that you'll turn their mourning into dancing, God. We pray that your blood continues to cover every young person as they travel to and from in the schools, on the school bus, God. Those that are traveling the dangerous highways and byways and the airways, God, and the trailways and the trainways and the cars and the roads, God, that you uh, stay the hand of the enemy. God, give you traveling mercy. And God, we ask that you, those that are suicidal, that you give them life today, that you change their heart, their mind, their soul, and their spirit, God. God, that we ask that you move by your spirit, God. Bless us and we shall be blessed. Keep us and we shall be. Our prayer in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for all things, knowing that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Can we go to church? Bro? 